I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 5.30. We'll have coverage of the Texas Rangers coming up at that point. Rangers get a, uh, a win yesterday. Their first back-to-back wins in, uh, in a very, very long time. Hopefully a, a sign of positive things to come. Big series this week in Toronto, north of the border against the Blue Jays. Uh, Rangers will play four, and we'll have them all here for you on Double T 97.3. Beginning tonight, again, pregame at 5.30. High school fans on at 7 on 100.7. The score will join the Astros and A's in progress following that broadcast at 8 o'clock. We'd love to get your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You can access that at double dot 973com and apologize in advance. Uh, for the, uh, the the nose blowing that will be going on at points <laughs> during the show, uh, dealing with some allergies, it seems to happen whenever it rains, and so uh, you know, here we go. Yeah, I'm uh, feeling for you, but we need the rain, dude. Just gonna need you to soldier through. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about the Rangers, half game back of the wild card, and they're that half game back from Seattle. It's really them and. Uh, it's Toronto, Seattle, Texas, all within a uh, game and a half. Two of the three will get into the playoffs. I mean, barring uh, a huge run from Boston or the Yankees or something who are six, eight games back. But, yeah, the uh, it's uh, it's the race we were all hoping for. Look at this in the Yates Flooring Center chant line. Three, two, one, go. Good luck today, gents. I mean – I don't. I mean, I don't think that we need luck. I mean, we can read, which is really all that you need on a day like this. Uh, this on the channel in eighty. It's going through my house too. T's and P's, bro. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I feel fine. I sound terrible. <laughs> uh, my nose is running constantly. I, I at some point, someone will need to explain to me how it's medically possible <laughs> for my nose to run all day, like nonstop. I know. Yeah, that was that was me and. Uh... That was me in Wyoming that day in, in Laramie on game day. I'm just going to lay down and tip my head back oh, so the yeah. faucet goes that way. Open up and dump. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, kind of. This in the chat More line. More of a pour than a dump, but yeah. Somebody <laughs> says, horns look ready for the SCC to me. Uh, someone else says, how about them Cowboys? Yeah, that was a uh, – you don't see butt weapons like that mm-hmm. in the NFL very often. And like the biggest shutout win in Cowboys history, I think on like for an opener. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah you just, you you don't, and that was on the road. You know the, I mean what I really didn't watch it, but this the what I know about it. I think he was pressured like Jones was pressured on twenty three of his thirty nine dropbacks or something. And that that's what I saw. The little bit I saw, uh, you know, I flip over and it's already whatever seventeen zip. Like, good lord, what happened here? And then just watch a couple of plays, and it was just 
yeah. a a uh, turnstile. It's a turkey that, shoot. Ooh, mercy, they got smoked. Duff and Houston again. Y'all explain why we're not throwing more to our five NFL sized receivers more what happened to western kentucky kitley we're going to get smoked in the big 12 if that's the best we can do um i can't explain any of it um this in the chat line uh, i thought our o-line was supposed to be much improved joey lied yeah no you i mean i don't know that i left i turned that game off on saturday gus with o-line at the top of my list of, list of, of, concerns, of things that like contributed to the loss. Um, I don't think that you were just great there. Um, I think the traditional run game continues to kind of be a concern. It's just lack of being there, lack of productivity, just not going to it. I don't know if that's as much a play call or a don't think that you're very good at it, so you're not going to. I don't I don't know what the, the mix is there, but I mean – you're just not getting much out of the run game outside of bully ball with with Tyler Shuck. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, Kitley did a quick breakdown on his media thing, which is I don't say it's right before the show, but it's a noon on Monday thing, and so by the time all that gets processed, uh, how much of it can work its way in? But I, I was listening to it for the for the this very reason. I think he said there were seven of shucks runs that were straight up calls of his the rest his being kitley yeah like a like a call like a right from the qb sideline. lead sure, type sure. deal the the rest were rpos you know which run pass option he's got the ability to hand it off pull it throw it whatever and then uh and then scrambles for but uh, which is not really a a direct response to the texture but that's well just but a, i think it's a good it's a good point to bring up because so all we have to go off of, all of us, you, me, Clint, everybody out there listening, is what we see. Whether you're in the stands or watching it on television or if you're catching it on replay somewhere after the game, um, you know, there's not some kind of like indicator on the screen that says, oh, okay, there's a – Chuck is calling an audible here. He's right, checking out sure. of this or, you know, this was a, this was a run-pass option or there, this was a replay and so you know we're we're operating. I think it's fair and 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 um, good to acknowledge what we don't know, um, and and certainly that is one of them. I mean, Kitley could be calling in, you know, signaling in dozens of inside zone handoffs to Taj Brooks, and Shuck could be calling out of it for all we know. Right, right. Unlikely. I'm just you know, sure hyperbole. And I think I think both of. Uh... Both those guys, I mean, McGuire was asked about it. And I think the context of McGuire's was more to, uh, I, I don't remember exactly which question was asked of which, but same room of media, you know, you know, the drill. And, and, uh, it, it talked about, you know, the, some of those called runs. And by the way, it's, it I'll, I'll make this point. He said, he said, you know, they do go into games wanting to run more. If they've got an eight-man front, they're not going to run it. You know, just to kind of think there, there's an element of that that's sort of a take what's given to you. But, um, yeah, so that that was uh, that was uh, no no surprise there. But it, somebody else had said to me, you know, like once we get away from our first ten play game script, we're terrible. You know, it's the kind of things you hear. Uh, 
Kitley said he scripts one play and it's the first play and like beyond that it's it's all the you know the instinctive things in other words they don't go into like with the old Bill Walsh 1980s where they call the first 10 plays and then and then go from there uh um, Coach Kittley said he's got one play called ahead of, ahead of game. It's the first play, and then the rest of it's on the field. Wish he'd script the touchdown play first more often. <laughs> Just getting started. Love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Gage Flooring Center chat line at doubleT973.com. More tech talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. Joining me today until 5.30. Would love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. Uh, look at this on the chat line. Uh, AD, your voice sounds like you should be doing a late night smooth jazz radio show. Hello, all you cool cats. Well, I mean, probably not get as many texts doing that, right? Uh, South Texas Ambassador Preston. Taj with averaging 11 yards a carry has got to get more touches, take the pressure off of Shuck. Our play action is laughable because everyone knows we're not giving the running back the ball. Um, Somebody says this, Tech had 93 yards after catch. Oregon had over 300 offense, not explosive enough. Yeah, I mean, we'll just put it this way, or at least I will. Your offense isn't good. Like, your your offense stinks. Um, what what Like, what is this offense bread and butter? What can you rely on at this point? It's not the traditional. It's, you know what it is. It's Tyler Shuck running the ball, and you didn't even do that in game one. Because you don't want to do that. You don't want to have to lean on that. You did against Oregon because it was Oregon. Um, but, like, are, do you think that we're going to we're gonna see Tyler Shuck run 10 times, 12 times against Tarleton? No. Hope not. You know? And and that's probably not sustainable throughout the season. So what is what is this offense good at? Any Like, anybody? They're not good at anything. They're not, like, they're not good enough at any one thing to, like, Build everything else around it. You can't, like, teams aren't going to respect the run because you don't call it, and when you do call it, you're not effective with it, the traditional running game. Uh, and, you know, you can make some plays in the passing game, but your quarterback also turns the ball over at an alarming rate. Your offensive line is probably better than last year, um, but your center had a terrible first game, and, you know, Monroe Bills had a – sorry, again, dealing with allergies. You'll have to excuse me. Um, he struggled the other day. Yeah, I mean, he, he – yeah, he did. Um, so maybe they'll get better. It, it sucks that, you know, you're 0-2 and having to kind of like hope that your offense will be productive. And, and part of it will be um, – come naturally because you won't be playing uh, a team like Oregon uh, every week. Uh, but it, it doesn't – not a great sign. Um, doesn't fill you with optimism when you're playing a team like K State or a team like Baylor, um, you know, or a team like Iowa State with a, a pretty good defensive 
tradition, although you don't play Iowa State, that was old Big 12 schedule thought. Sorry. Still getting used to this new uh, new landscape. But you get my point. Yep. Like, it's just – I thought the defense played pretty well. Like, out, you could you can take issue with not much of a pass rush, right? You didn't really take the quarterback down very much. You didn't really um, just affect him all that much. Like, just uh, – you, you didn't force any turnovers, right? So, if you want to quibble, those are your areas. But – I mean, you, you were playing in a, a really, really good offense that was playing really, really well with a lot of team speed, a quarterback that was very experienced and playing really well, and your your defense gave you a winning effort. And it just it sucks for the defense that the uh, it's not reflected on the scoreboard because of a pick six and a decision to go for it on the 33, giving Oregon a short field, and then multiple turnovers from the offense. How about the work of, uh, speaking of good defense, how about the work of Ben Roberts? You know, that was, yeah. that, that, you know, that's a redshirt freshman, uh, gets his first start in the wake of the injury last week. And, uh, I, that ended up being the least of the worries. Uh, man, that was, uh, you know, he had the one sack, which, you know the the one sack they had was for like three yards, and it was it was basically catching Nicks as he tried to stepped escape. up in the yeah, yeah. And, and which he did a few times, but uh, you know he he flashed a couple times. Roberts did on uh, on plays like a running play that was stretched out, and it was kind of a speed on speed deal. And he ran the dude down, uh, like you know, like that. Yes, here for that, more of that, and. Uh, yeah, the, there was there were some young dudes that made some contributions out there in a way that, you know, kind of that, that sort of popped. N- not not that they're all not not that they're all ready to move in and push seniors out of the way, but there's meaningful contributions from young dudes on that defensive side. Uh, someone says this: uh, Linton and Cole have not even sniffed a sack yet. Can't let a quarterback like Nick just sit back there. Uh, someone else says it was nice to see Shuck starting to target the tight end. Uh, Tharp had a good showing. Uh, some Bobby Hot Dog says Gus went to the bar at the Cotton Court after the game and saw these uh, urinals. Oh, really? Cotton Court, huh? How about that? Yeah. You, you have a bunch of grown men uh, across West Texas, <laughs> like hunting, uh, you know, wall to floor urinals, and they're just going to take like if you see some weirdo in in a men's room taking a bat, like a, a photo. <laughs> Of a, of a wall to the floor urinal, it's for Gus. They're tech talk listeners, yeah. Yeah, yeah just now, say, just now say now tech talk, and if they go, "What's that?" Then you run. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Go, go, call the the manager. Yeah, now all that's missing is them buying me seventeen beers and uh, taking advantage of me, so to speak, with the camera. Take it easy. Can you imagine the like security report? Like, yeah, there's some guy in there taking pictures, and he doesn't know what tech talk is. We yeah. gotta get in there now. Yeah, get that like now. Uh, this in the chat line. How do people think playing a Pac-12 championship contender with top ten talent within one possession means we can't hang in the Big Twelve? Oregon would slaughter most of the league. We will be fine. All right. So this is moral victory talk then. Um, Shuck threw forty times. It was hurried twenty times. The fumble and pick six are a direct result of pressure on top of Shuck instantly after the snap. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the O line played great. I think that you expect your sixth year senior quarterback to just eat the sack instead of trying to be a hero um, and fumbling the ball. I mean, that's why you're starting him. 
Shuck holds on to the ball too long, in my opinion, but that Oregon team is chock full of four stars. So props to them for recruiting well and playing good defense. Uh, this is in the chat line. 80, are we ever going to win a game? Return a lot of guys. Ready to set the world on fire. We have misfired. Talk me off the ledge. Yeah, I mean, you'll probably win against Tarleton. Um, although, I, I mean, number one, no matter what happens, you're not going to feel great. And number two, anything short of some kind of like cathartic blowout is, I mean, gonna gonna raise some questions. It, it, it's kind of a no win deal. You just want to really, you just want to uh, fast forward to conference play. Uh yeah, and the the it, it ratchets up uh, this time next week. That trip to Morgantown that'll be next up. Ooh, baby. This in the chat line. Team has to figure out how to finish these games. Feels like we're two steps from being two and zero. Uh, I, I really left the Oregon game going, you know, there was the effort, and this is consolation talk, as you said, but there was the effort, there was the four quarters, you know, that if you do that in Wyoming, you're one and one and disappointed with this result but not feeling nearly as bad as you feel right now. Yeah, the problem is you're 0-2, though. Yep, nope, that's right. Yeah, and, uh, you, you know, assuming that you just win to, on Saturday, which you should, obviously – of course, you should have beat Wyoming. Um, there's that should word again. Uh, but assume that you beat Tarleton. You have nine games left. You have to go five and four just to get to a bowl game, discounting the possibility of a five and seven invite just to fill a spot. And to go five and four, you've got to win on the road. Right? And this, this team under McGuire has won one road game. And that's assuming that you hold serve at home. It's some tough math. It is. More Tech Talk next. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? Thank you for making us part of your Monday with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 5.30. We'll have coverage of the Texas Rangers as they uh, spin up a big, big series against the Toronto Blue Jays north of the border. Again, our pregame coverage starts at 5.30. Uh, first pitch around 6 o'clock here on Lubbock's Sports Station, Double T 97.3. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double T 97.3.com. Uh, this on the chat line from South Lake Weed Dealer. If you like running three yard out, commit to Texas Tech. Uh, this person says in the chat line, I wish Tech would have the running backs carry the ball more than a shuck. Do something to pressure the defense. Um, now we get this. If running the quarterback is our plan, we're going to need three of them again. Uh, someone else average down and distance on third down was over eight yards. The offense needs to rely on Taj more at times. Need more third and manageable. I mean, Gus, you and I talked about that last week, right? You got to be more productive on first down. Yep. No, there's no doubt about that. And uh, yeah, the by the way, that 58 yard run of Shucks, the longest run, longest play from scrimmage, definitely the longest run in the Cody McGuire. Cody, good grief. In the Joey McGuire era, 
Uh, of course, that you know we've talked about. They have talked about in the off season into this year about more explosive plays, trying to improve team speed and whatnot. And uh, you know, Shuck's fifty-eight yard run was a big one. He was twenty-three for um, he was twenty-three for forty-five on the on the rush deal. Now he had forty-four yards lost, probably four sacks, and then the one fourth and two stuff. I guess which probably might have been a no gain or a minus one. But yeah, his. Uh, his uh anyway that that, that was and i think i think he number. had your longest run last year too or at least yeah. was tied for it and it was uh one of it might have been bowl game touchdown is that right maybe yeah yeah you were you were one of just a handful of teams that didn't have a rush i think over 40 yards yeah. last year yep and uh you know so at least you 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 know knocked that out early this year and taj so, had a, a 35 yard run the other day which kind of um, read off his numbers. Seven for seventy-one in the run game, which so that's six for thirty-six outside of the thirty-five-yard yeah. run. Yeah, which so I the, think is what you're doing. Yeah. So the 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 eleven yards of carry a little bit, um, you, you know, deceiving. Four pass catches for uh, eighteen yards there for Taj. Uh, this in the chat line, uh, Gus. You said Chuck just had a bad game in Wyoming. Do you think that's what happened with Oregon, or have we just seen his ceiling? No, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think his. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, uh, we've probably got an audio clip whenever if if it's one of, something we want to play. But Joey talked about. He said the quarterback's not what's getting a beat right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're not in that game the way that you are. Were it not for, um, you know, plays that Shuck made right on the ground and through the air. I think it's fair to acknowledge that, um, but you just you can't. I mean, he cannot. Um, you are not good enough. Let's put it this way: you are not good enough offensively. You are not explosive enough offensively. You don't have a dude on offense or on defense really that can erase someone else's mistake, right? Like a like a Travis Hunter, like a Quentin Johnston, like a. Michael Crabtree, like uh, an Eric Ward. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. Um, you don't have an eraser like that, and so you have to be not perfect, but you, know, you got to be pretty good. Just better, yeah. And sure. you got to be clean, I guess, is the best way to put it. And and Chuck hasn't been clean. And again, I, and I want to be fair here. We don't know. I think we we can. I think I can clearly say the the sack fumble on Chuck. He didn't give up the pressure. Maybe you no know, Lyman should have played better or, or you know, hit their assignment or something. I'm not saying that he is entirely to blame for the dysfunction of that play, but as a sixth year senior who started as many games as he has um in college football, you gotta just eat it. You gotta you have to be smarter than that. Yeah, and that's the that's exactly the fine line that I'm sure those guys walk between trying to make a play and, and pushing it too far. And uh and you're exactly right about it. For an older guy, because he that was the play that he was rolling to his left, and it looked like at the point that he committed to throw it away was the point that his arm went up and he got popped. Yeah. And uh, you know that that was a uh, I was it, it was probably a different. I was start to say my instinct said that's a different breed of cat chasing him around there. That Oregon defense is talented. That whole roster is talented. And uh, but yeah, that you know that that decision's got to come quick and uh, 
you know, maybe a step quicker and he's able to get it out and, you know, everybody screams and yells and nobody likes it, but, but you're, you're not uh, turning the ball over right there. And it was, I thought it was kind of similar on the very last play. And of course in the stadium, I didn't know how they scored it, but the, the, the pick six, and I'm doing that with air quotes on the interception return with 30 seconds, you know, we're basically driving down there. Hopefully, right. hope we can get a field goal and get a crack at that game. And he gets hit and the ball pops into the defensive ends belly. I didn't know how that was scored. I know now, but at, in the stadium, was that a fumble or an interception? It didn't really matter. It's turn turnover, six points, pretty much game over. But uh, obviously, it was ruled a touchdown. But he was he was hit as he uh, you know, and and you can bet with thirty whatever thirty five seconds left that he he was trying to push it and make a play there for sure. Uh, this is in the chat line. I was talked about on the end of the bench, and I agree. What is the identity of the offense? They don't have one. Um. I mean, I, th- I think that they want it to be that you're fast on offense, which is fine. Um, but you, I mean, you got to be fast and good. You can't. I mean, just being fast isn't going to do anything for you. You'll just go three and out real quick. Hopefully, their identity gets forged over the next month or so, and they go out and play well and win, you know, four games in a row and all that. But that's a that's a tall task. Won't be easy. One game at a time, boys. This in the channel, and I think Tyler played a hell of a game. A little far a uh, little far basket times maybe uh, they meant a little fast at times but he was still running for his life a lot too somebody says we need better O-line play to be better as an offense um, this in the challenge AD did you beat Linda after the loss on Saturday night no I don't <laughs> beat dogs uh, Duffin Houston AD you sound how we all feel right now um Paolo says Oregon was penalized more and they won. Text not just 0 and 2 AD. No, I mean they are 0 and 2. Um and you know, I, I think that the uh, the the worst part about it is, and I agree that you did play better. Um and if and if you play the way that you did on Saturday and and clean it up some, you you, you could win um a lot of these Big 12 games or a yep. lot of these Big 12 games still seem winnable. Problem is that um, you, you now are at a point where you have to have a Herculean effort, a Herculean performance, the likes of which we haven't really seen around here in over a decade, just to come close to having the kind of season that people around here were hoping for and expecting, you know, two and a half weeks ago. Um, because, you know, in a vacuum, winning 5 of 4 in Big 12 play is, is decent, is pretty good. It's, you know, it matches what you did last year, but no one was excited about yeah, six and six, six, and six on yeah. August first. Nope. Um, and that's that's the hole that you have dug over these first two weeks with the no show in Laramie, and then uh, just not being clean against Oregon. More tech talk next. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today till 5.30. We'll have coverage of the Texas Rangers and Toronto Blue Jays coming up at that time here on Double T 97.3. We'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments on the Yates flooring 
center chat line at doubleT973.com. Uh, somebody says this. I think we saw Shuck's ceiling against Ole Miss, and apparently Kitley's offense isn't any more special than what we have seen thus far. I got kind of a – I'll kind of use that as a jumping-off point. I, I didn't have a huge problem with play calls. You know, and the, we, we have the, the liner that gets a lot of play. Um, I, oh, yeah, but play calls versus execution. Yeah, I got – Kitley didn't – I mean, you can only play who you have, and – I'll listen to the argument that, hey, we're not running the ball more because they're stacking the box or because we're just not very good at it or, or whatever that might be. I mean, he's no dummy. Um, you know, you, you scored, what, 30 points despite a pretty clear uh, disadvantage in terms of team speed, um, despite, uh, you know, going, going up against a pretty talented Oregon defensive line that gave you some problems, and despite, what, four turnovers? I, I I mean I, I'm not I'm not going to crush Kitley for that. I mean, he, I, w- I wish you would have called a different plan fourth and two on the thirty-three, but I also wish you wouldn't have gone for it. Um, so there was two uh, interesting pieces, and I I sort of write this down in a in a purge, and so I a hundred percent certain. I think Coach McGuire said these today, as opposed to post game Saturday. Uh, talked about one of the edges that we felt like that we could create going into that. Well, I'll say it this way. Felt like the defense defensive line was their best unit for Oregon, which explained a bunch of the deep shots that we took because that was something that we felt like we could do. Saying we, Texas Tech, of course. Uh, our, our receivers versus their DBs was a matchup that they felt they could exploit. Uh, and then, and then this was interesting. Coach McGuire said, there are no magic play calls. You do what you've worked on and you do well. And, uh, and I thought that's, you know, that, that's an interesting thing. In other words, and I think his point there really maybe touches on what I said in the liner that gets around all too often, but the idea that it's, it's not always about tricking somebody. It's about something that we feel confident in and something that plays to our strength versus – you know whatever it is we're seeing, and uh, and I, I don't think that's a big revelation, but I just thought I just thought it was an interesting way of saying it. There's no magic calls. You do what you've worked on and do well. Well, that's what you know you did with great success for a decade under Mike Leach. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. I mean, you didn't trick anybody. You just out executed. Um, somebody has this. How is Bowman doing at Oklahoma State? I mean, they're two and zero, which is good for them. I, he's not the starter. I, I haven't it's watched. It's kind of weird. The, yeah, yeah, they had three guys with pass attempts this weekend, and that was a competitive game. Uh, they played at Arizona State, uh, uh, and a first-year head coach at Arizona State. I don't think they're. I mean, they're not a great team, but uh, yeah, it's it's really interesting when you look at their line that Bowman will have fifteen passes, and then and then two other guys will have you know. Nine and six, and they did that against Central Arkansas yeah. too, where they're basically between him, Rangel, and uh, Lil Gundy. Mm-hmm. That it's just like a, a try, a three-headed monster yeah. split reps. Well, so I mean, so, so far so good, and they and they, uh, you know, really haven't been challenged in a way that that's going to force them to to dump all their reps into one dude, or you know, really commit to someone or whatever. And it's 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 working for them that now, but. Um, you know, we'll see how this goes, but 
It really, it really is interesting when you look at their box score and go, man, it's not like two guys that have that are zero for one or one for one. You go, okay, that was a trick play or something. This is, uh, you know, this is three quarterbacks getting a bunch of reps. Uh, let's see, we get this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, was it me drinking the hopium, or did Shuck throw to the middle of the field more? I, I was not tracking that. Yeah, I think I mean it. It may speak to what uh, what we talked about. I mean, what I just said that they felt like their our matchup against their DBs was a matchup that they could exploit. I mean, there was what three PI like big PI calls like they were in in which you know we threw it up and and played the ball better, and they looked like they were desperate with no you know with a DB that's not turning around and playing the ball and getting the PI calls and you know just. Uh, Kind of tracks too with what Kitley said last week about calling it more aggressively. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, that's what went through my head at the time. This in the chat line. How about the Pac-12 though? Off the field or on the field? There's a, a hearing today in Washington. I think the the Oregon State Wazoo side won, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, no, the on the field they're doing great. I think Arizona's the only team to have lost so far, and they lost um, in Starkville to Mississippi State. And that game went to overtime, I think. I guess the ASU game. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That, yeah, you're right. No, that game ended. It, that's been impressive, of course. So, uh, yeah, Utah, Utah went into Waco and won that ball game. Although the Bears played much better, mm-hmm. they did than I was expecting. Low scoring, 2013 final. Somebody says this. I'm still feeling great about the season. Eight and four it still seems very realistic to me. I like it. Yeah, I hope you're right. I mean, I, I don't know what you can base that off of based on what we've seen. Um, this on the chat line, Tech is average. That's what Tech is and always will be. The quicker you realize it, the happier life you folks will live. I think you posted That's, it. You posted that last week. Thanks for the thanks for the reinforcement, though. If not, you got a buddy. You know, it's funny about, like, you know, the quicker you realize it, the happier life you'll live. <laughs> Looking at this guy's history and a lot of angry texts <laughs> – uh, over the weekend, so he's not not executing his plan. Not the, not, I mean, you're saying one good thing Lord, and you're doing another. He, dude. He, I, he sent like 20 texts just today. Um, full day, yeah. Man. So I, I think you're you're failing miserably at this kind of like Zen approach. <laughs> if you're, maybe if you're really maybe you should that. realize something quicker, uh, <laughs> and you'll live a happier life. Come on, give me a break. Uh, this in the chat line. Talk about being tied at the end of the game instead of the one point behind if we kick the extra point and not go for two in the first quarter. Yeah, McGuire said after the game that that was an analytics call. Um, you know, may, maybe the computer can exp- – you know, I didn't like it. He, he addressed that call. Um, it, it was rather – in fact, it was a Chuck Hines asked question today, and it was a pretty long answer. Do you want to paraphrase? It, it really <laughs> – I mean, or is it too long to paraphrase? He even I, I thought it was probably too long to paraphrase. He he talked about just all the elements that go into the the book, if you will, uh, and that because that was that was Chuck's question. Chuck did a good job with it, uh, and he even said, hey, so "That's a really good question." And and he said, "You know I, what I'd like to do is be able to get a sample book from a game that's not involving our, you know, from a year or two ago to show you guys what it is that we see." That'd be that'd be pretty interesting. More tech talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. 
Hey there, how you going? Happy Monday. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 530. We'll have coverage coming up at that time of the Texas Rangers as they look to uh, uh, continue to right the ship. Big series against the Blue Jays this week uh, north of the border. First pitch around 6 o'clock Central Time. Again, pregame coverage starts at 530 on Double T 97.3. Uh, this in the chat line. Uh, where do y'all stand on the quarterback controversy? I personally say stick with Shuck. I don't think there is a controversy. I don't, and I think Joey Agro- M- McGuire agrees with me. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think that Shuck is the problem. Um, I, uh, so, you know, I, I don't think that he's the problem. I, I think the, the the issue is, or the the rub, is that he's also not kind of being an answer for you. Um, and, and maybe that is as much on the O-line and the receivers um, as, as Chuck, you know, and that's kind of the, the double-edged sort of playing that position. Uh, but the bottom line is, like your entire offense is just not good enough right now, and I don't know if that's a continuation of the playing with ten issues. That, yeah, and right. And we talked about post Wyoming. Um, you know, I think part of that, if we're going to be kind of intellectually honest and fair, you were going up against a more talented team. Yep. Um, but you know, the problem with that though is you're going to play more talented teams uh, coming up. And um, you got to play better. You got to manufacture. You got to you got to figure it out. And you're zero two, and you have yet to really put forth a, a really dominant, inspiring offensive performance in a road game. And in order to just make a bowl game, odds are you'll need to win at least one, probably two games on the road. Yeah, and you kind of think that uh, one of those would have to be uh, in Morgantown. I mean, if you're just if you're just have to have it, yeah. I mean, it 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 feels like the 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 level of swing game that 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 trip to Morgantown represents. Which, by the way, that's a two thirty kick. Uh, yeah, that that's it's a monster game. Hard to imagine this team getting to any of their I don't really say their goals, but just bull eligibility is going to get tricky without a win in Morgantown. Much less seven, eight, nine wins, whatever. This in the chat line. Uh, Coach Prime cleans house and has already won more games than Tech and Joey has had two years. Explain that. Uh, This in the chat line, AD in full kick your dog mode. Uh, I won't, I mean, I'll kick them out of my house. I'd love to have those two dogs out of my house. It'd be great. Um, someone else says, uh, this is from MC, I really hate analytics this Monday afternoon. Kick the extra point, and it's tied. The last drive of the pick six probably isn't so frantic. You know, I, I didn't like the decision to chase the points, but as, as Gus and I were talking, in fact, with Hines in the break, I think what's gotten lost, really, because I haven't seen a lot of discussion about this post game in terms of, like, you know, message board conversations and Twitter stuff, the, it – the, one of the worst parts about the entire game on Saturday, one of the most kind of like 
I mean, embarrassing is not the right word, but just one of the one of the most like terrible kind of black marks on your team's performance Saturday was the two point conversion you gave up yeah. there to Oregon. That's Mickey Mouse stuff. Like that just shouldn't happen. That that is that is a number one. I'm sure they've done that before. Uh, and if not, you've seen that kind of stuff before. It shouldn't have caught you off guard. Um, that that is a t- terrible, yeah, terrible bit of play there. And and his response, Coach McGuire's response to Chuck uh, about the analytics question really included a. A deviation to that he said you know the part that bothers me the most about that is giving up that two-pointer yeah. the way we did and he said that is that is all coaching and uh you know it just can't happen and and he's he's right about that uh this in the chat line the going forward on fourth down in our own territory with the lead is what had me more confused um i think the uh, you know it, it was interesting because he didn't he didn't allude to this uh Again, folded into Chuck's question and and other. I think there was another that had been brought up prior to Chuck's question because Chuck's was broader, just about how the analytics things works and you know the the book, uh, which there was a good article written about the book and and all that goes into that. Lot you know last season during the season <coughs> because they lived and died with it last year. It's hard to I know I know we we sort of we can we can uh, you know not really think about this and to go yeah we beat texas last year here and that was a we can probably thank analytics for that one because that was a that was a bunch of fourth down attempts that if if you play that game sort of straight up you're you're not going for it you're not making those plays and one one interesting thing about it and i wondered if this this fell into the the analytics formula the fact that we had just given up a 17-play touchdown drive, and then you're immediately in a fourth and two, uh, and uh, it, it, it really didn't it really didn't pile into. The, I mean, he 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 didn't allude to that factoring into that. And again, that that may be what the calculation going in the book. And I don't know how much of the calculation and the conversation went into. Hey, you're a six point, you know, a six point underdog at home or whatever. You better better coach this game with their play you know play these situations with their hair on fire that i don't know but i i I would be curious to know because after the 17 play drive how much of it was like hey if if we turn right around and uh punt this thing away we could be giving away our shot at winning the game and it's uh you know it's it's almost like the idea of hey this is this is the controllable part if you go get this first down you keep the ball you control the ball with the lead as opposed to just punting it back and hoping your d plays well but yeah, then the, then you get stuffed and and it doesn't work and here we go. I mean, the, the t- like, I uh, broadly I can appreciate having a philosophy and sticking with it. I think that the important thing to remember too about the Texas game last year is that you were playing with a backup quarterback. You didn't have all your pieces. No. Um, you know, this year was not. This year was the year where you weren't supposed to, based on all the offseason talk, right. have to lean as so far into the analytics because you weren't going to need to. So was the talk. Um, you know, manufacture that many drives, right. and keep Hopefully those not. drives alive, right? Yeah. And even last year, McGuire specifically talked about instances where he regretted doing that. The TCU game comes to mind, where you were in that ball game until some decisions kind of took you out of it. So. I, I have a hard time just kind of going, oh, well, it's the book, it's the book, because he's already admitted and acknowledged that, nah, I shouldn't have always listened to it last year. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. 
Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at Double T 97.3.com.